Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Julio Gonzalez. It's March 3rd, 2021. And welcome to the Federalist Pages, where today we will be talking about the beginnings of the COVID rebellion. Did you know that it started yesterday? The rune at CPAC. What in the world is a rune? And the unconstitutionality of D.C. statehood. But before we do all these things, let me remind you to visit us at thefederalistpages.com slash news. That's thefederalistpages.com slash news. And while you're there, I invite you to sign up for the Founding Fathers Club, where for a dollar a month or $10 a year, you can have access to all our exclusive content, including our full podcasts and our detailed reports on the issues of the day. So please take a visit and enjoy our exclusive content, content for only $10 a year. So the COVID rebellion. Yeah, the COVID rebellion began on March 2nd, 2021, and it started when Texas removed its max manda- ma- mask mandate. I, um, I'm sure many of you saw this yesterday in the news. It made some headlines where Governor Greg Abbott said, you know what, enough of this starting on March 10th. We, Texas, is going to be fully open, open to quote him 100%. There will be no mask mandates. There will be no restrictions on businesses. You guys can come to Texas because we're open for business. Now, never mind that Florida has actually been doing that since September. Florida was, um, the, all the mandatory mask mandates were removed by uh, Governor uh Ron DeSantis, who, by the way, you may recall, had an an absolutely spectacular performance at CPAC with his uh, popularity ratings there. But and part of the reason why he had such a great popularity rating is simply because he discontinued the mask mandates and he stood strongly for Florida. And as a matter of fact, even at the very beginning, if you'll recall, even at the beginning of this whole thing. I write about this on my book, Corona Lessons. He was one of the few governors who decided to do targeted mask mandates, business closures in in the state. Everybody was closing down the whole state, of course, Cuomo famously, Newsom famously as well in California. Michigan had some pretty oppressive rules. And in the meantime, Ron DeSantis said, you know, we're going to close down Miami Beach. We're going to close down Dade County, we're going to close down West Palm Beach and Broward because those are the places where it's being hard hit. But we're going to keep the rest of Florida open. I remember getting assaulted. He did. I remember he got assaulted because he got assaulted because the left was just completely coming down on him about his recklessness and his, I don't know, irresponsibility about allowing allowing part of the state to remain open while only closing certain portions of the state. Well, it turns out in retrospect, he was right. I remember I got accosted about it because I took a public stand in favor of him. And my lefty friends uh, were getting a hold of me and telling me how it was. Tell me, Julio, doctor, tell me, doctor, how is it possible that the virus doesn't get across county lines? Does a virus recognize county lines? They would sarcastically ask. And of course, I mean, the answer was the dynamics in the population, the types of people who hang out in Broward County and 
the places where they're from and their closeness of associations totally different from what you would see in Ocala or in Tallahassee, Leon County, or Madison County. They're totally different. It's totally appropriate, in my opinion, back then. And now, guess what? We got the power of hindsight uh, with us. It's totally appropriate for a governor to selectively make legislation or orders targeted at higher-risk areas while sparing other areas. It's it was smart, it was intelligent, it was sophisticated, and it was opposed by the left because of the science. Well, he was actually following the science. He was actually following the science as well when it came to nursing homes, and their boy, Andrew Como, was not. So, fast forward, we continue with all these closures, the whole country goes down. Um, President Trump and uh, Mike Pence lead this 15 days to bend the curve and then they added 30 more days they called it 30 days but it was actually 45 days if you'll recall and you know it made maybe a little bit of difference maybe about the only difference that i did in that it made in retrospect is maybe maybe allowing our hospitals to be spared the full brunt of the peak of the curve but over time in essence the virus ran its course and we got the peak into summer and uh, into fall and then afterwards we you know took a little breather and then came this other peak which is much bigger this latest wave of virus is much bigger than what we saw in september or august or july it's amazing if you go to worldometer which is where i go to see a lot of the graphs you can see it graphically represented how much bigger the wave is now than it was way back in September, but it's coming down. And the numbers are dropping precipitously. I'll go over them with you here in a minute. But essentially, Texas took a look at those numbers, took a look at their hospitalization numbers, and said, you know what? Enough is enough. We're closing. We're opening. We're closing the mask mandates. We're opening the state. And uh, a few hours later, literally a few hours later, Mississippi followed suit. And so I call that the beginning of the COVID rebellion because it's essentially the free states combating against the centralist, just oppressive states, states like California, states like Illinois and Michigan and New York, states like that that just believe that it is incredibly important for them to just honker down on their people, suppress them, keep their businesses from flourishing, even if the science doesn't doesn't support it. So he does it yesterday. Of course, the reaction from the leftist governments was pretty swift. Um, Gavin Newsom, who we mentioned uh, before, by the way, Gavin Newsom, along with Governor Andrew Cuomo, are kind of the poster children of tyrannical governors, and he is facing his own recall challenge for his mishandling of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I say mishandling because of the just tyrannical methods that he has used to suppress businesses and life in California, which is leading to an exodus in California, that and their taxes. And uh, look, I hope Californians wake up and turn, I don't know if you want to call it Republican or not, I don't really care. What I care is about 
Californians, like everybody else in this country, fighting against, fighting, standing up against big government, studying it, standing up against regulations that keep you from being able to just pursue your pursue your happiness, to engage in the pursuit of happiness. So anyway, this tyrannical guy, this co-poster child, along with Andrew Gomer, Cuomo says that the Texas decision was quote absolutely reckless unquote. Well, thank you very much, Governor Newsom, but uh, I don't think we need to take advice from you. You're about to get uh, to get removed from office through a petition of the people in California. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky warned that the moves stood to, quote, completely lose the hard-earned grounds that we have gained. You know, it's, look, the bottom line is, how much is enough? When when can we move on with our lives? Apparently, President-designate Joe Biden is not ready to have us move on with our lives. No surprise there. He said, quote, I've asked the country to wear masks for my first 100 days in, in office. Now is not the time to let our guard down. People's lives are at stake. Now, look, I wrote about this in the, in the Corona Lessons book. The, the first thing they reach for, the Democrats, and particularly, specifically, the liberals, the first thing they do, they, they reach for, is the fear. People are going to die if you don't do what I tell you. People are going to die if you don't live under oppression. People are going to die if you don't refrain from eating, I don't know, how many calories a day. And, it, and we are here to keep you from doing those nasty, ugly things. Who are you? Well, we are us. <laughs> we are the power. We are the parents' patria. We are the ones who are here to take care of you and make sure that you stay healthy. So listen to us or you will die. And if you don't die, then people around you will die and it will be your fault for not allowing us to do what we told you to do. In the meantime, you will lose your liberties. You will lose your freedoms. You will lose your ability to pursue happiness. Those who rely on government for safety will not have any freedom. freedom. So... This is where we this is where we were yesterday uh, with the centralists saying that, you know, look, you need to give us your your freedoms and your liberties. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The data is just not keeping up with them. Here are the new daily cases in the United States. They continue to drop from a high on January 8th for the United States, for the whole country. The 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 number of daily cases each day that appeared in the United States was 308,066 cases. Each and every day. Now we're down to 52,890 per day. Similarly, the number of daily deaths dropped from 4,514 on January 15th to 1,989. No death is, is acceptable. No death is something that we want to see. But the numbers are just trending too positively for us to close down our lives and hide inside hide inside the bark of a tree it just it doesn't make any sense more importantly the number of active cases that's not the number of new cases that's the number of people, the number of people who are actively sick is now almost about half it was when it peaked up february 1st for the united states for texas 
The numbers of daily cases were 31,882 on January, January 5th. Now we're at 6,826 cases as of Tuesday. Meanwhile, the most recent peak of daily deaths in Texas occurred on January 8th at uh, 466 compared to 275. The number of active cases also dropped precipitously since its peak on January 15th. The trend is reproducible in Mississippi. If you want, come to my article uh, on the rebellion and uh, you can read the, the article. You can access the full article at, uh, at thefederalistpages.com slash news with a subscription to the Founding Fathers page. But essentially, the numbers are reproduced. Or you can go to the Worldometer and look it up yourselves. Go to worldometer.com, pick countries under COVID, pick countries, then pick the USA. And then when you pick the USA, it gives you all the states. You can pick each state at, the same, at a time. And you can see for yourself how it is that this does not make any sense. And more importantly, judging by this audience, you can show it to your friends. You can show it to your friends who might be going, what? Well, the reality is that these are emergency powers that the governors and the president took. And there's an end to the emergency by definition. An emergency does not last forever. Otherwise, it would be a new state of life, in which case it's no longer an emergency. There comes a point where the emergency has to stop and where control of our lives, whether at greater rigor or not, is returned back to we the people. And we need to continue with our lives, continue to prosper, continue to pursue happiness, which is, if you'll recall, the reason why the country was created was for the pursuit of happiness. So, uh, yeah, please stand up. Stand up against uh, your government officials who are trying to fearmonger you into submission. And most of all, come visit us at thefellowspages.com slash news where you can view this and other articles regarding our Constitution and our freedoms. My name is Dr. Julio Gonzalez. If you have not yet subscribed to the Founding Fathers Club, then uh, we will talk to you soon. In the meantime, those of you who are Founding Fathers Club members and want to hear about the ruin at CPAC and the unconstitutional unconstitutionality of D.C., hang on, and we will continue in a moment.